Welcome to Living Loved and Free with Carol G, a podcast sponsored by Pathway Kingdom Life Coaching to inspire mature, marriage-minded kingdom women to be the whole healed helpmates God created you to be. I am Carol Griffiths, your host and freedom coach, here to help you have the loving, authentic relationships you desire. Enjoy the episode. Hi, hi, hi. Welcome to episode eight of Living Loved and Free with Carol G. Thank you for joining us today. If you are a first time listener, I welcome you to send a message and let me know what you thought about the episode. If you are a return listener, welcome back. I'm so happy that you decided to tune in once again. And no matter whether this is your first time or your eighth time, I am happy to be able to share God's love and freedom with you today. We're going to get right to it. And of course, I am starting out with our freedom poem. Fairfully and wonderfully, I was made, created to have dominion. I am not afraid. There is no duplicate, no carbon copy of me. I am an original. I am free to be me. And let me tell you, if you have been struggling with living loved and free, I invite you to press pause, rewind, and write down that poem that I wrote in 2020 to encourage myself and my clients to live loved and free. Write it down, memorize it, put it somewhere where you can see it because we need to remember every day that we are an original and each of us is free to be me. In fact, free to be who God created us to be. I want you to know that deep in your soul, you are unique, special, valuable, and worthy. Not because I say so, but because God says so. For those of you who are new to the podcast and have not met me before and don't know me in any other space, I just want to share with you that in this current season, my assignment is to guide mature, marriage-minded kingdom women to break free of insecurity, emotional wounds, and toxic behavior so that they can be the whole healed helpmates that God created them to be. So if that description fits you, whether you are single or married or any other thing in between, if you have an interest in having a kingdom marriage and being the best wife that you can be, you are in the right place because that's what we do here. And seeing as it is episode eight, and the number eight represents new beginnings. And this is truly a new beginning for our podcast journey. We're entering into a new segment of the journey. And so I just wanted to recap what we have done so far. So in case you have not heard all of the episodes, this would be a good opportunity for you to go back so you fully understand where we've come from to really grasp 
where we're going on this journey. So just to give you a quick overview, and if you've missed an episode, you'll know which one you need to go back and listen to. So our first episode, our first full episode was the No Junk Allowed episode. And in that episode was where I said goodbye to perfectionism and performance, trying to perform to earn people's pleasure, right? And then in episode two, it was, do you have the right tools? And in episode two, what I did was I shared with you what you need to thrive in your life, in your current season. And I gave you tips on how to determine what it is that you need for your body, your soul, and your spirit to thrive right where you are and oftentimes with what you have, right? And that was the episode also where I explained that I needed to do some pre-work before I got into the meat of the focus for the podcast as a whole. And so that was episode two. Then in episode three, which was perfectionist, God loves you. And that episode really came about because even though I said bye to the junk of perfectionism and performance in episode one, when episode three came around, I was still struggling with perfectionism. And so in that episode, I break down the truth that even when we make the decision that we don't have to live a certain way anymore and we want to lean into the freedom that we have in God, those old behaviors still creep in. And so in episode three, I made another declaration and this time it was from the perspective of God reminding me and reminding the listener that he loves us. Even with our perfectionist tendencies, he still loves us. And in that love, he shared that there's a reason why he doesn't want us to live from a place of perfectionism. And so that episode addresses the perfectionists, the performers, and the pretenders, those who pretend that they have it all together when they're crumbling inside. I share in that episode what that looks like and why we need to let go of perfectionism and instead lean into God's love so that we don't miss out on his best for us. Then we had episode four. Episode four was why we worship. And in the why we worship episode, I explain what worship really means, right? It's not just the singing and raising your hands in church. It's when we surrender our entire being to God and I break down the fact that we need to worship God because of who he is and not just what he does. And I shared three very key components about God's character that are a good starting point for us to shift our focus in worship. And then in episode number five, which was purpose over pay. I broke down the fact that as kingdom citizens, 
purpose, fulfilling the purpose that God has us here for is much more important than the pay that we receive for the work that we do. And not downplaying that a worker is worthy of his wages, but really getting us to shift our perspective and know that we're not defined by how much we make. At the end of the day, God is not going to say, how much money did you make while you were here on earth? He's going to say, did you do everything that you were supposed to do? Did you fulfill the purpose that I had you here for? And so that was the purpose over pay episode. Episode six was the shift. And the shift was a shift indeed. In the shift, I shared who I will be serving going forward and what that looks like. And I, I also shared some tips on how you can lean into the shifts that God is calling you into. And then episode seven, seven is the number of fulfillment. And in this episode, I showed freedom regarding marriage. You are free to not marry. You are free to marry. And if you choose to marry, you are free to succeed in marriage. And I expound on those points in the freedom and marriage episode. And now that I have reached the number of fulfillment that was the culmination of the preparation. And so in the concept of the travel analogy, those first seven episodes would have been planning the trip, booking the flight, booking the hotel, packing your bags, driving to the airport, going through TSA, getting on the plane, flying to the destination acclimating yourself in the rental car, driving to the hotel, checking in at the front desk, and then going to the room. And like I shared in episode two, for me, my vacation begins once I'm in that hotel room for the first time. And so here in episode eight and going forward, this is our hotel room experience where we're getting to the real good stuff and we're going to be examining the word of God. We're going to be exploring scriptures that tend to be misrepresented and give a false impression of what God requires of women, how God views women. And so going forward, because I am all about preparing women to be whole, healed, and helpmates, and helpmate is not an inferior term at all, I'm going to be breaking down scripture to help you to understand that you are amazing and you are awesome and God has created you on purpose for a purpose. And so with all of that said, I am now going to get into the text for today. The title for this week's episode is Woman Created to Rule. For this episode, we are going to the beginning. We're starting with Genesis. And that is the creation story. And it tells us why God decided to create women. We are looking at the first two chapters, verses from the first two chapters of Genesis. 
and I am using the amplified version. You will see as we continue on this journey of breaking down scripture, I use various translations. And that is because I find that the different translations help me to get the full scope of what God intends for me to understand and to share, right? And so I use multiple translations, but today I will be sitting in the Amplified. The first passage that I will share is Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 through 28. Once again, this is the Amplified version. Then God said, let us, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, make man in our image according to our likeness, not physical, but a spiritual personality and moral likeness, and let them have complete authority over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, the cattle, and over the entire earth, and over everything that creeps and crawls on the earth. So God created man in his own image, in the image and likeness of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And God blessed them, granting them certain authority, and said to them, Be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth, and subjugate it, putting it under your power, and rule over, dominate the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and every living thing that moves upon the earth. That was Genesis chapter 1 verses 26 through 28 in the Amplified Version. Then I want to go over to chapter 2 and I want to mention here at this point that the Bible in its totality, Genesis through Revelation, are words inspired by God, written by man, but they are God's word to his people, for his people. And if we are going to accept that the word of God is true, then we have to accept that the word of God is true and not parts of it, but all of it. And also, we have to know that the Bible does not contradict itself. The Bible clarifies itself. And so this is why it's very important for us to have an understanding of the big picture of the Bible. And then when we understand the big picture, when we read a passage, a verse, a chapter, we have to keep in mind the full picture of God's message to his people through the books, the 66 books contained in this Bible, right? And so chapter one was the overview of creation. And then in chapter two, it's a more detailed version of creation. So I'm starting at verse 15 and I will read verses 15, 18, 20, 21, and 22. So the Lord God took the man he had made and settled him in the garden of Eden to cultivate and keep it. Now the Lord God said, It is not good, beneficial, for the man to be alone. I will make him a helper, one who balances him, a counterpart 
who is suitable and complementary for him. And the man gave names to all the livestock. Now, this is picking up at verse 18. I skipped over. I didn't want to read the whole thing. So that was 15. Now we're jumping down to 18. And the man gave names to all the livestock and to the birds of the air and to every animal of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a helper that was suitable, a companion for him. So the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam. And while he slept, he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh at that place. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from the man, he made, fashioned, formed into a woman. And he brought her and presented her to the man. And I'm going to stop there. Because right there, we have the basis for the three points that I am going to share with you. Point number one, women are equal to men. When we look at Genesis 1, it says that God created man in his image. Male and female, he created them. So man here represents human, mankind. So he created mankind in his image and mankind is further categorized as male and female, man and woman. So both man and woman are created in God's image. Therefore, we are equal entities. We have equal value in God's sight. Different functions equal value. Different functions equal value. You are not inferior to a man. Also, you are not superior to a man. So that's point number one. Women and men are equal. Point number two. Men and women were created to take care of, rule over the rest of creation, not each other. In Genesis 1 when God told them what they were supposed to do, he listed off what they had dominion over. So slavery was not God's plan for humanity. Women being under a man's feet was not God's plan for humanity. Girl power that says women are awesome and men are stupid is not God's plan for humanity. When we say that we are here to dominate, we are here to take care of the rest of creation, subdue the rest of creation, not subdue the man or the woman next to you, okay? That's so important for us to understand. You are not a doormat for a man, and a man is not someone that you should talk down to or condescend to. We are equal and we have been given dominion over the land, the crops, the birds, the beasts, the fish in the sea. We have dominion over those. And even in terms of dominion, dominion comes with responsibility. The responsibility of dominion is that we are supposed to take care of these things to cause them to grow and increase so that they can be of benefit for years and years and years to come. 
That's the mandate for all humans. And points number three, a woman is an Aitsa. So in chapter two, where it speaks of God saying it is not right for the man to be alone. He needs someone that balances him out. I love that in the Amplified, how it's, it's, it specifies or clarifies, it expands on what helpmate or helper is. A helper balances out. A helper is suitable to, comparable to, complementary to. That's what a helpmate is, right? So, and, and the reason I say that a woman is an Aitza or Eza, however you pronounce it, E-Z-E-R. I say Aitza. Some people say Eza. I've heard several pronunciations. But the point is that Eza is the Hebrew word for helper. And then the full term that's used in the original Hebrew text is, I will create him an Eza Konegdo a helper that's comparable, suitable, complementary to him. So it wasn't someone that was meant to serve. And when I say serve, like to be subservient to. No, the woman was created, like it says in the Amplified, to balance out the man. Because remember now, it's explaining what's already in chapter one, which was that men and women were created in the image of God. So if a man is created in the image of God and a woman is created in the image of God and God is God, God is perfect, then we cannot think that either gender is better than the other. They're different because they have different functions, but neither is better or worse. They're just different because they have been designed for the purposes that they were meant to fulfill. This is the part that I want to drive home. Because right after this verse that I stopped at, it says that God presented the woman, the Aitza, to Adam, the man, and the man said, this is now flesh of my flesh and bone of my bone. And then it goes on to say, and for this reason, a man leaves his mother and father and cleaves to his wife. Because those are the verses that come afterwards, it has been taught by some that the primary purpose of the, and in some cases I've heard it said as the only purpose of a woman is to be a wife to a man. That's not what this text, if you read the fullness of the text, that's not what it was saying at all, right? A woman helps a man, yes. He saw the only creature at that appointed time that looked like him and he took her as his wife. However, we can be an Aitza, a helper, a comparable counterpart to men without being married. Your worth as a woman is not contingent upon whether or not you are married. I need to say that again. Your worth and value as a woman are not contingent upon whether or not 
you are married. You help people, whether married or not. The whole point was that humans are not meant to exist in isolation. We need other humans to do the work that God has called us to do. Whether it is a business, a school, a family, a government, a church, you cannot accomplish any assignment that God has given you to do without other humans. And more often than not, there will be humans of the opposite sex that are required to help you fulfill the mandate that God has on your life. And it cannot be limited to your one spouse. One human helping one human is not enough to carry out God's massive plan. The plan God has for your life is bigger than you. It's bigger than you and one other person. It took more than one person or two persons to get you to where you are right now in your life. That's that's just the truth. And so when it says, when I'm talking about being a helpmate, I'm talking about you understanding that the purpose that you're here for primary purpose is to glorify God. And we glorify God by doing what he has brought us here to do. And we go to him for our specific assignments and our assignments change from season to season, right? The assignment that you may have as a 45 year old is probably not the assignment that you had at 15, but your life still had purpose at 15. And your life, if God spares it, will have purpose at 80. And at 80, your purpose, your assignment will not be what it is right now. And so we have to continue to be close to God, to hear his heart for us and to understand the assignment of the season, to not rush out of the season until you have finished the assignment. And sometimes we want to be married so quickly because we feel as if we're not complete unless we have a husband. And God is saying, no, but I have things for you to do right now where you can focus solely on me and not have to divide your attention. Or right now, married woman, your sole focus is your family. I know you won't climb the corporate ladder and you won't be great and you want to be a girl boss and all that good stuff. But right now, I want you to focus on your husband and your children. And that's okay. Or right now, I want you to focus on running this business and being a wife. Like what I'm saying is there is no one way to glorify God. Each of us has our assignments. And the best thing that you can do is to find out from the one who created you, who created you with a blueprint. God, Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit sat down and said, okay, we need a human to do this, 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 and this. Let's see what all we need to put in this human for this human to accomplish everything that we have for her to accomplish. Where do we need this human to be born? Who do we need this human to have as her parents? And so he, he created the entire blueprint, just like the architect does the blueprint for the house before they even start laying, before they start digging down to pour the foundation. And yes, in case you don't know, 
If you're building a house, the foundation starts beneath the ground. That's why when we're doing transformational work, God starts from the inside. But that's a topic for another episode. So just to reiterate the points that I want you to get from Genesis 1 and 2 are number one, women are equal to men. Number two, men and women were created to take care of rule over, have dominion over the rest of creation, not each other. And number three, a woman is an Aitsa Konegdo, which is a helpmate comparable or suitable to man. And you are that whether married or single. It's been a pleasure bringing you another episode of Living Loved and Free with Carol G. If you are a single woman who desires to be married, I encourage you to click the link in the show note and go to the button that says It's Academy and find out more about the life transforming Aitsa Academy marriage preparation course that starts in January. However, applications must be in by November 30th for me to consider you for the upcoming cohort. The cohort is an an intimate, intense setting for women who are willing and able to put in the work to invest the time and the money in the transformation that awaits you at the end of the 20-week course. If you feel like this is something that you need, that you need to process life up to this point in a safe community with a trained mental health counselor and educator who is well-versed in what the Bible says and how to apply the Bible in practical ways to overcome the challenges that we face in life, then I encourage you to look into AIDS Academy Marriage Preparation course. Apply. Let's chat about it. Chat about whether this is a good fit for you. And then we can go from there. So my lovely lady, Until next time, live loved and free. Continue to walk in the purpose that God has you here for. Share the episode, comment, send a message, connect with me on social media. All the links are at that link in the description. God bless you. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Living Loved and Free with Carol G, brought to you by Pathway Kingdom Life Coaching, where we equip kingdom women for loving relationships. We'd love to hear from you. Please rate, like, or leave a comment with your feedback, or send us an email with your thoughts or questions at info at pathwayteam242.org. We also invite you to join our email community at pathwayteam242.org. And be sure to connect with Pathway or Carol Griffiths on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. The link to connect with us is in the show notes. I am Carol Griffiths, your freedom coach. Until next time, remember that you are free to be the whole healed helpmate God created you to be.